I just want to apologize to everybody about the static that you may hear and for the quality of this particular episode because there's a violent thunderstorm uh, encircling us and uh, we've been having some major static as a result. I just say saying, that like, if I was wearing a midriff shirt, it would be highlighting the spare tire. Well, that's what I, I was going to say is like, I would much rather see this part of a do- a girl than <laughs> like right here than like some old man who lifts up his shirt. And puts but his that's what I look like under there. An yeah. old man who lifts up his shirt. I, no. Uh, thanks, so, midriff shirts. You can go away whenever you well, want to. So she came out today and I got her super cute long sleeve shirt vans t-shirt from new york <clears throat> and i just bought it i bought the right size i thought it would look cute on her she came down and she was wearing it and i was like oh that really is cute on you well she had something tied around her waist and she untied it and we were both me and peter were both like ah babe that's too much midriff for, for jesus she that untied is, what that like she had like a flannel shirt that was hiding the oh the okay. midriff and i was like hmm that's too much, too much skin for for Jesus. You want to go yeah. to Target? That's super cute. Go for it. But this is Jesus. But this is Jesus. <laughs> too much midriff for Jesus. I yeah. I or and even too much midriff for other humans. Um and I, coming out of, I I just have to make peace with it. I I do love like you know everybody is beautiful and I don't think that's necessarily true. But I I get the the point behind it yes which is and and as a christian we're all created in god god's image and we shouldn't be like totally grossed out by other humans well and for me i'm like my own but it's like if it like i don't i don't want to body shame a girl for wearing a midriff no i I mean gosh no and so that's the thing like i was trying to explain to peter like if her walking through target and you see an inch of her skin oh and not even her belly button because I know there's weird people who like belly buttons. We shouldn't be recording. <laughs> and other things like, if you're just seeing Wouldn't have thought of that. her skin and you're stumbling, I feel like that's a you. That's a, that's a you. That's a you thing. That's a you yeah. thing. Like, sure. I mean, if she's like. I don't think we'll ever do fetishes on here. Tube tops. Um, but you know what I mean? like, yeah, it's not like I she's could. wearing a tube top. But like, if you're seeing an inch of See, her, what I saw were definitely, uh, they look like just a bra. And I was like, I, too far. Too far, too far. Have yeah. it, has anyone seen the episode of Seinfeld where she, where the brawless wonder Sue Ellen Mischke goes out in just a bra into New York City, and I, that's where we're headed. And it's yeah. not, I, I, you know, that is no, that feels like a lot. That's a lot, especially just when you're out and about doing errands. It's just a lot of skin. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But we don't have to get into that. Anyway, we're back. We're back. Edit all of that, right? Um, parts of it are definitely staying because it was just pure entertainment. Gosh. <laughs> she always makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm sorry. I like the funny stuff better than all the serious stuff. All right. Kurt Anderson's back. Out. Who's back? Kurt Anderson. Oh. Our most knowledgeable person that we've probably ever had on this podcast because he's <laughs> actually an expert. I, and we are break, not on anything. We are not our experts on anything. I mean, almost I could true. say I'm almost an expert about teaching small humans. And I'm almost an expert on gardening and cleaning things. Okay. Yes. Someone else had to say it because I didn't want to claim it myself. <laughs> I have a self-confidence problem. I could teach a kid to read. 
I'm pretty confident in that. That is pretty awesome. I can teach a human to read. That is no a tiny human. A, a I, tiny human. I tried to teach my own human to read, and he he turned on me. Yeah, no, uh, he's too old for my 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 skill set is very limited and very yeah. small scope. But all right, Kurt's an actual expert, so let's let us talk about him. Hey, yeah. Kurt, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Hey guys, you're like an expert of podcasting. Thanks for now. having me back. Well, we just we needed more of your deep voice to balance oh, out gosh, the. Oh gosh, stop! Okay, you got it, baby. Oh. <laughs> so we ended the last time with, which was wonderful. I learned some things too, which I do every day, if I'm honest, because I'm just really not that bright. <laughs> Today, my dad sent us a picture of a five-leaf clover, and normally he's looking for a four-leaf clover, but he found a five-leaf clover, and he said, "Oh, you found a shamrock." And he's like, Rach, uh, even a three-leaf clover is a shamrock. And <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, it's just a typical day in my world. Okay, back to... Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I digress. Back to, back to the show. Um, yeah, so today we're going to so be So last going, week we talked about boundaries. Yes, and today we're going deep into... Content <gasps> protection. Yes, kids' safety right. on Technology. devices. Yep. Yeah. I love this technology content protection so it's interesting content protection like we think of like all the stuff out on the the interwebs the bad stuff all the bad stuff dark definitely a hot topic if you typed in content protection and children in google do you know how many hits you get mm-hmm. a lot 6.7 billion hits Oh for gosh. the words content protection children. Oh, my goodness. How many of those are trying to get children to look at bad content? Uh, I didn't look Come at on, every six, all 6.7 billion of them. So what we're really talking about is, like last week, we talked about making sure kids are using technology, you know, not getting the, addicted the right to it. time. Yeah. And now we're talking about putting some limits on what they can get to. And so how important do you think it is that we need to do that in the first place? Well, here's some crazy, some, again, I'm a statistics guy, so I brought some statistics for you and they are really, they're really sad. Um, the average age for a child to see porn, uh, is 11 years old now. Mm. Oh my gosh. That's the age of our son. Yeah. And 93% of boys and 63% of girls have seen explicit images before they're 18. 93% 93% of boys. Okay. And then um, the other one is 40% of boys, grades 4 through 11, have admitted to look for adult images online. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, which is not as, uh, I think, also pretty shocking, is twenty only 25% of youth who actually were approached in a sexually suggestive way on technology. That means someone reached out to them via text, chat, social media, you know, FaceTime or something like that told their parents. Only 25% of youth actually told their parents when something happened. When somebody sent something to them or reached when out some, to them? Someone sent something to a child. Yep, regardless of age. Regardless of age, someone, some youth under the care of their parents, only 25% of those youth Let's actually told happened. their parents that something happened. That is, right. uh, yep. Well, I know that you had... One of your kids received stuff from a friend once, and Peter just saw it happenstance. Mm-hmm. He just happened to be the one that was holding his phone when it came in, and the kid denied it and was like, um, <laughs> I'm literally the one holding the phone right now, so I know that it was, you know? And 
where was I? I lost my thought. I don't think I don't think the child would have told us. I mean, that's how my cousin was murdered was through that exact thing that she was contacted on social media by a friend of through Facebook through Facebook. So my cousin was murdered at 15 years old. Um, She thought it was a friend of a friend. It was a fake. So it was a fake profile of a friend of a friend who Mm -hmm. they became, quote unquote, Facebook friends was actually a different person who was trying to entrap her and you know hey you want to meet let's finally meet da, 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 da. and she was kidnapped and murdered and all all through Facebook and you with, with that platform so she wow. went out to meet somebody that she never met because she felt somewhat confident that she knew who this person was because he was a friend of a friend and right. we had been talking on Facebook and, and I mean, mm-hmm. and obviously it was not true. I mean, that so, is like a very, that's the most extreme I right. think that you can And I think it happens more and, often than not. I mean, the sex trafficking industry is almost entirely of teenage girls and boys who think they're going to go meet another girl or boy. Right. And they are kidnapped. And so that's a perfect lead in to, you know, where does inappropriate content come from online? You know, what can, where are places that our kids can be exposed to that? Mm-hmm. I think uh, the the old kind of vanilla flavored version of that is like, you just think of, oh, well, pornography, right? Like, but that's, that's only mm-hmm. one very small facet of the, you know. The dangers. The dangers that are on the internet, you know. It's um, a grooming platform. Right. So mm-hmm. kind of a list of places where inappropriate content of some form could you know be presented to our children are things like direct messages right so texting if they have a phone that can be iMessage you know more traditional like phone texting but uh, video chatting like airdrop airdrop um you know links that are shared you know via dropbox etc social media so um yeah. You know, there are, you know, varying degrees of social media that have restrictions, you know, like Facebook. I think most people have Facebook Messenger for kids where, you know, you can see your kids, you know, messages and you have to prove who they can talk to. But, um, you know, it's still there. But everything from Facebook to TikTok to Instagram to to Twitter, you know, people think Twitter Snapchat. is Snapchat. Um you know, people and think some that, of those uh, don't have safety regulations available. A hundred percent. And because and those are the reasons why many of those platforms have actual age restrictions. So when you go to sign up for them, if it requires you to put your birthday, mm-hmm. some platforms will not let you sign up mm-hmm. if you pick a certain age. So that's a great example for if a kid has unrestricted device usage. You know, you put in your birthday and it's like, oh, you can't use Instagram yet. Well, all they have to do is scroll down a few more years and then click enter. And now they have an Instagram account that right, you don't know just, about. Uh, so social media uh, websites, I think, are kind of a traditional place, but also apps like depending on the apps that you, know, you might download on devices. Um you know, when we think of what's inappropriate content, you know, it's not just porn, but there's a lot of apps out there. You know, if kids are gamers, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of games and a Super lot of apps violent. that are not age appropriate. Um, for TV, for streaming, you think of when you log into Netflix now, um, 
a there lot of these things on a net. lot of a lot of these streaming platforms are pushing a lot of quote unquote marginalized content um, that is very non age appropriate for younger kids. Uh, things like music, uh, obviously, you know, there's a lot of music out there that has explicit content in it. Even music videos, like within platforms like Spotify and Apple Music, and then blended content sites are something that people forget, like Reddit. Um, What's that? I don't even know what that is. Well, Reddit's a it's like a community platform for posting stuff. It's like a modern version of the old forums and bulletin mm-hmm. boards, um, but they host everything from. You know, it's where people can get together and talk about. Mm-hmm. Do you have to go through and block? Or, or monitor every specific app by itself? Like, can you put something on their phones where it's like any explicit content, no matter where it's coming from? Can you monitor that? Yeah, so that is a great question. So that gets us to how do we protect about all, uh, protect against all of these things? And so the first thing, you know, there's kind of uh, uh, layers of protection that we use. So in the cybersecurity industry, we call that defense in depth. And it's the idea of a castle. Um, you know, you look at the old uh, the old castles where they have like a small little border on the mm-hmm. outside. A moat. Uh, well, you're not even at the moat category yet. Oh. Um, and then the small one is just protects the village from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, yes, the, I got you. The normal marauders. The, the, the low wall. The low wall, yeah. and then the high wall, mm-hmm. and then you have the moat, and then you know the last section is like the the castle. So, mm-hmm. uh, defense in depth is we're going to protect in layers. So the first layer is a lot of what we talked about last week, and that's the relationship layer that we have with our kids. You know, leading by example, having those persistent and con- consistent conversations, um, talking to your kids about what you have for expectations, and really being honest with them about the dangers of the internet and mm-hmm. the things that they're using. Um, I think most especially as a mom, like the the whole stranger danger thing, like we you don't walk up to a stranger on the street, and you shouldn't walk up to a stranger online either. And just because they say, yeah, I'm friends with your what's it, they might have looked up information and gotten right. a whole lot of information. They can be like, hey, I know your mom. Yeah, she's a this, 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 and this. Yep. Do not trust that. If you do not know who this person is, consider them a stranger that you should be aware of. Like, uh, beware of. Right. And that that's the, the second part of that relationship is talking to your kids about what do they do when they encounter inappropriate content. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter whether it's porn or you know, messages that they receive, unsolicited messages, jokes, you know, communications, requests, mm-hmm. uh, having that really open conversation mm-hmm. with them about, you know, and Amber, you already mentioned that. I don't remember if it was last week or um, earlier, you know, in this podcast is you have expectations of what your kids are going to do. And we've had the same conversation with our kids. Like, I understand that I can't control what other kids might send my kid, Mm -hmm. but I've had the very direct conversation with him about if you receive something that's inappropriate and you know it's inappropriate because we've talked about it and you don't tell me like death shall come up. You're not going to, you're not going to get in trouble if you bring it to me because I understand you didn't, you couldn't control that, but you're going to lose your device and probably for a really long time because of, that lack if, of because of that lack that lack of communication. You know, something similar. Yep. It was really interesting. Happened at a local high school on a sports team where, um, uh, that someone, just one person, was 
sexually harassing some girls on the team and made this chat and put a bunch of kids on the chat and uh, boys, not the girls, the boys. And a bunch of the boys got off the chat and they were still, it was awesome. They were still reprimanded by the coach. The kid got suspended, and, you know, and, and there was a big conversation and that is what the coach said was, you shouldn't have just got off the chat. Yes, get off the chat because it's inappropriate and you so you don't quote unquote get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But the second thing is you need to go and 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 fight and and report this to mm-hmm. me and to adults because you not getting in trouble isn't fixing the problem. Mm-hmm. People are still being harmed whether or not because the chat's there. Right. Whether or not you're not that's you're still culpable for that. Right. And I was uber impressed and it made for a Mm. wonderful conversation with our son of what does that mean you know like just because you're not participating Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you're receiving that content are you what is the what is the right thing the godly thing to do it's to stand up for the the weak in Mm -hmm. that situation it's still stand up for the the hurt or the oppressed in that situation, mm-hmm. whether it be inappropriate content or a porn off, pornographic picture or any of those sorts of things. Anything that makes someone uncomfortable is inappropriate content. Violence, inappropriate mm-hmm. language. It, yeah. If you're uncomfortable, then you figure out how to, you know, like that's, it doesn't even have to be that violent or right. that. It's like, if you're uncomfortable with this, you have the right to, to set a boundary, to yep. make a boundary, to ask your parents to help you hedge yourself in or all the things. It's like, if you're uncomfortable, that has value and that is important. And we've talked to our kids about that, how mm-hmm. that will be the hardest thing that they will probably at that point in their life do, do. is, you know, be the quote unquote snitch or the whatever, whistleblower. The whistleblower because mm-hmm. that... I feel like both of our boys are pretty good at that. Like from a very young age, we've rewarded like you get money, you get candy, you get all the things. If you take a punch for a friend or if you say like right. if you play good cop where you're like this person's really being mean to this person on right. the on the re- at recess. Like I that I value that so much, yep. you know, that they're they're not afraid to tell the right people that someone's being abused mm-hmm. in some way. Right. My yep. That is what we're called to do is to stand up mm-hmm. for the marginalized. And I think that it's very easy. <coughs> Excuse me. It's very easy for us to turn our head away mm-hmm. and feel like that's enough. Right. But I think because it's so, our culture is so indoctrinated with it and saturated with it, what we really need to be teaching our children is not only to look away, but stand against it yep. mm-hmm. because that's really Completely what's going to make it stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Head in the sand's not going to really work. So part right. of that, that other piece of that relationship, you know, we said, you know, lead by example, talk to your kids, but then it's holding your kids accountable. And so that comes in a couple different, uh, you know, forms. And Amber, you mentioned it already once uh, that your kids don't have passwords. Essentially your kids, Kids that you at if they're in your house and under your care, they there should be no expectation of privacy. Is the way I bring it. I was like with my with my boys, 
um, you know, your passwords uh, are my passwords. Um, I get to barge into your room and make you super uncomfortable whenever I want to. Right. Well, <laughs> and that's even goes so far as if I want to check your phone for something, yeah. um, yep. I can take your phone at any moment. Your phone is not your phone. Like, so or there should not be. One time one of mine said, I did buy it. And I was like, awesome. Well, I'm turning off everything on it and let's see how fun it is. Right. All the internet, you know, and so that is, that's our rule is like, I, I, and they hate it, but I think, I do think it's been a great scapegoat for some of my kids to get out of sticky situations, you know? Mm -hmm. And I also would like to say that I've also, with my girls in particular, you're it's saying dr- with the sticky situations, the fact that they so can like, just say, well, my parent said, took oh my, my God. phone. Or no, like someone's like, like, oh my gosh, I had, I saw this hilarious video of right. like yada, yada, yada. And if it triggers my kid, like my kid's like, oh, I will, my mother will murder me. They will say, you know, I don't want to see it. My, if Don't send that to me because right. if my mom sees it, I'll die. You'll die. It will be <laughs> we'll catastrophic. We'll all die. <laughs> A plague so, on both your houses. Yes, it, uh, there will be an, right. like, there will be an atomic mass. Right. The other thing I've done um, with my girls in particular is I've given them actual verbiage and it got one of my, my youngest literal human got really upset about that because it's, I've it, people have actually gone into Izzy's window while she's at a parking lot and asked her what her Snapchat is. Do you have Snapchat? Do you have social? That's gross. What's your phone number? You're really cute. What's your phone number? What's your Snapchat? What's your and she? We just say I don't have those things. And my youngest was like, "That's a lie. She lied." And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm cool with that." Yes, that is. I do total- that all the time, even at the grocery store when they're or you know at a store and they're like, "What's your phone number? Email." Sorry, I don't have one. Yeah. So I feel like that you I don't can... have <laughs> Yeah, I know. First, first layer is having that relationship with your kids. Second layer whether is... Whether they like it or not. Whether they like it or not. Second layer we talked about last the last podcast, and that's location protections. And that's the idea as guarding against technology use in private spaces. You know, like you don't use technology with your door closed in your bedroom, Amen. you know, et cetera. And you talk as a family and decide what is appropriate location safeguards for your family mm-hmm. i wanted to interrupt the other thing i think needs to happen in that first step is i also think need parents need to be open and honest with each other about mm. what they're doing because if i hear one more time you're the only mom who does this <laughs> which is never true it's never true but it it's yeah. great because as parents we can be a sounding board together of oh really and I have said, really, I think you should talk to this. Go talk Go talk to Sam. Go talk to Jesse. Go talk to this person. Go talk to that. Real, who, who, whose mom doesn't care? We've had right. some, like, yeah. I would say incidental conversations with other parents, and it's never the way that it was portrayed. I it's know. always like they don't even have any technology in the room, let alone what was explained that they had that, you know, our son didn't have. Yeah. So I feel like there's also needs to be super that we are this tribe of people who want our children safe need to be able to communicate with each other so that it's like, oh, no, that's a bunch of bohony. I know that they, you know, yeah. like right. you don't need to know their details, but like, yeah, you're getting, being misinformed. Let's go call mom. Like, you yeah. know, like I know mom. That's right. Right. 
Yeah. At any point, we could definitely, we should be able to use each other and be like, uh-uh, Mrs. Small doesn't let her kids do anything. <laughs> She's really mean. That's right. Yeah. So uh, the third layer uh, of that castle, you know, the ring, is techno- technological boundaries. So we talked a little bit last week about screen time and how you can shut have devices shut off and stuff. Um, but now we're talking really you know more about content so there's tons of options out there and it you know it's it spans can you you narrow that for us oh yeah we're we're gonna we'll we'll narrow don't worry (laughs) that's not helpful (laughs) first and foremost i think what we're generally talking about is pornography you know that's um is that the thing that comes to most people's mind like as general public that's the number one thing that they're scared about i think that's why it's important to and that goes hand in hand with all the other thing like all the grooming and and fishing that people will do to try to get yeah. girls to, you know, and boys. Right. And I think there's yeah. also violence. There's so much out there. It's, yeah, a, you know, it's and that's why like... I mentioned, you know, before and the places where you can find inappropriate content there, it's much more wide than just, you know, a pornography site. So lots of good options out there. If you have something that works for your family, like absolutely use it still. And so that's things like, you know, Disney circle. Uh, there's a, a product out there called Bark. We actually use it at our mm. school. Um, and then there's more traditional things that people might have heard, like Net Nanny. Now we use something called Clean Browsing in our family. And mm-hmm. again, it's what works for us, but it might not necessarily work for you. And if you have something, great, use it. So we're going to put a bunch of these links. We'll in put the a show bunch of links in the show notes for you to choose from. Um, but Clean Browsing, the example that we use, uh, has paid and free options. We only use the free one, um, but it's an app that you can download on all of your devices. Um, and you in, you get instant web protection on your devices. So mm-hmm. like we have it on all of our uh, iOS devices because we're an Apple family. Uh, it has the ability to put a passcode on it so your kids can't shut it off. And it uses something called a VPN and it basically tunnels all internet traffic through the app and out to the internet. So what it does is it does block for things, traditional things like porn sites, but it also does stuff like turns on Google safe search or it also puts uh, safe mode on for YouTube. So if a Which kid goes to YouTube, um, okay. they're only they're going to get filtered content. A uh, and they won't know. get all the little pop ups, or do the the pop ups still sneak through? So pop ups are one of those things that it will filter. You know, nothing's perfect, but at the same time, yeah, pop ups will get blocked. You know, especially ones that are bringing generally inappropriate content. Mm-hmm. When you do Google safe search. And you turn that on, it means that if they type something in and it didn't get indexed right, um, it takes out a lot of, I would say, gray area stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good first line of defense. And that's why we say protect in layers because yeah. nothing's perfect. But for us, clean browsing is what's worked really well. We put on all our devices, put it on all, you know, they have a Windows app as well. And like I said, there's free and paid options, but the free one is what we use. Um, have you only and I really don't know this have you only done that since we've had our our kids because I remember years ago before we had kids I would just be like doing something looking for something on YouTube or looking yep. something, and all of a sudden I would get a pop-up that was like a hot girl in Winterport wants to get together with, and I'm like what the what like all right. of a sudden it was popping up and I haven't I don't think that's happened once since we've had our kids yep. which now that I'm thinking, now that we're having this conversation, so a lot like, of this technology has had to develop rapidly 
So right. what was available back in like, you know, 2007 when Sam was born mm-hmm. um, is was not what we it's have now was not good. available it's back then. And, and so much more like it's, nitty gritty scaled up quickly to meet the, mm-hmm. you know, to meet the need, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a lot better. And that is one of the reasons why we have that. So you also can protect your Internet um, by making changes to your router as well. And so everything doesn't matter what people have. And that is also something that's really important. We do it here. You can use clean browsing for that as well. And you just make a small setting change in your router. Uh, If you go to cleanbrowsing.org, it'll actually show you how to do that. Like log in your router, make that change. And then it doesn't matter whether kids from, you know, your neighborhood kid comes over. If you have a friend that hops on on the Wi-Fi, it protect it provides content filtering for wow. your entire internet oh, wow. um what? so I, I mentioned last week uh <laughs> internetmatters.org is one of those is another site that has a lot of great content protection as well um not just time-based stuff but clean browsing is, is the example that we use and it's worked really well and i've actually mm-hmm. told a lot of people about it because mm-hmm. it's a freebie mm-hmm. um and it just like which it really should be i mean come on right. like we pay for everything these days and all <laughs> right. these little minutiae and this is something that literally could save our kids lives right. that could change you know yeah. it, the, the 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 slippery slope of pornography or of violence or of all these things where it's like they don't even know what's happening and right. all of a sudden they're in like this vortex of horrid right and know. so it, it's you know the nice thing is, is that there are things that are pretty simple to use now like going back to the app we use clean browsing i download it from the app store um we op- you open it up it gives you three options do you want to block adult stuff you want to block more than that you literally click a button you say okay a few times and you set a pin and it's done now again amber's so that that will go cover all your devices if you want that just to, is or... every device that you load onto it okay so, you do have to load it on every device yeah. so yeah. if you use something like clean browsing or a different app if you have one you already you like you have to load it on per per device. But there's um, a pin that you get to. But put there's on. a pin you can set that allows it so that kids don't, you know, have uh, they don't have the ability to turn it off. I don't even know that our kids even know that it's on their devices because I just take the app and bury it in like a folder, a miscellaneous folder on their on their device. And even if they did well, open it, they're gonna it, know now if I listen to the podcast. <laughs> even if they did open it, they wouldn't be able <laughs> to shut you, it honey, off. You got it. Um, uh, okay, well, that's good. Because it's pinned, it's got a password on it. Um, so, like, we load it on all of our devices as well in case, you know, one of our kids, you know, it's on all, everything, that, it's every good. device I don't on need our... To see, I don't need to see hotmoms.org. <laughs> no. so we load it on all, all of our devices, but there are options where you can do that with your router. You, right. I would say that most, if somebody has any technical leanings, they can follow the instructions off of cleanbrowsing.org's website to do that. Now, um, so talk about other content, though. So because we've really just talked um, a little bit about, you know, pornography and, you know, Google safe search. But there's a lot more content ratings out there. You think of TV, apps, music, you know, games. So from an app perspective, most kids aren't able to install apps on their device you know, without 
asking you to put in an iCloud password. Mm -hmm. If they aren't I'm not doing... even allowed to put apps on my phone <laughs> using Kurt's password. That's just because you don't remember the password. And you buy a ten dollar moose on Farmville. Hey, that was that was that was like twenty five years that ago. Was a long I time don't ago. care. You <laughs> Farmville. No, it's true. Okay. Yeah. Ow, so... Son of a monkey. God. <laughs> Oh, Lightning. Sorry. You're right there, babe. There's so much reality in these podcasts. <laughs> it feels so, very weird. Some people are like, what apps are good or not? Uh, both in the Google Play Store and in the Apple, um, you know, the Apple Store. If you go into apps, it will actually give you a content rating. And so my... My what does that even mean? My Content recommendation, rating? yeah, it will give you, it'll tell you what it M thinks that, you know, or an age rate. rating. It'll oh, say okay. 14 plus or four plus or, you know, under, you know, it tells you exactly, you know, it gives you a rating that Apple's worked with. The, <laughs> I feel like today's rated R for like 25 years ago is now PG. Would you agree or disagree that, that, the, that from that's like a, slid? From a movie standpoint, I would 100% agree yeah. that the you know but even that is a somewhat ambiguous rating that over the time over time yeah. the motion picture of motion picture association of america has changed that rating so that now they can swear more you know things that would have you been cannot PG smoke. it goes it's an automatic r if there's cigarettes in it oh okay true story yeah i think true story right so there's a lot of different content <laughs> ratings out there at, right. that's for for one but games like what games are you letting kids play either on pc or on xbox you know there's game ratings like pay attention as parents to what the rating is and really use that as mm -hmm. you know at least the initial guide on whether something might be appropriate for your mm -hmm. kid if you have a seven-year-old that wants to play a game on xbox or even a game on their ipad that's rated for 14 and they're only seven or eight like that, that should be a, a red flag there. Mm -hmm. um, I would say like there's, we don't have those things in our house. We just, we're not a gaming family. I just told them like. They don't game on their phone? A little bit. Like they play little like arcade, but like on their, their phones to put on an app, they have to get. A code from me or Peter, right? And, and that's I the, don't. That's the great thing with yes. like the Apple ecosystem yeah, so or even Android, where if you set up a family sharing thing, kids have to request right. to be able to. And until to you get pay approval. your own phone bill, right. I do that. So <laughs> because they could be like Mustang Sally could be buying forty dollar apps, I I am uninterested right. in that. So, and but I the, also think, but on that, I think that having part of that is a conversation. So like our family's a little bit different than your family that we might watch more intense movies or TV shows because we're doing it together and we're having a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. So again, I don't want people to think what I'm, what we're saying is just put your kids in this bubble that they never see or hear a curse word. I think it's more Oh, of, no. I mean, right. I don't know. Some people, that is what they want. And I think it's much better. I like to look at it not, you know, not sheltered, but protected. Sure. There's two very different. Those words mean very different things. And I think that, you know, I want my kids to hear and understand different lifestyles, different social economic standpoints, different things. We watch different. But I want them to do that with me and not on their own and not without a conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and it really just comes down to parents being, <coughs> you, you got to be aware. 
Right. And I just mean my kids, you are going to play sports or you're going to be a gamer. There's no, (laughs) like, because if you do both of those things, there are parents out there that have kids that are gamers. And so, um, you know, the nice thing is that there are a lot of options out there, whatever people are using. And it doesn't matter whether you have a Netflix account, Hulu, Amazon, your Apple device, Mm -hmm. your Android device, there are content restrictions out there. So for people that are looking for help in that way, to either just not even have that be an option for your child, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that stuff is that stuff is available, like in Netflix, you can I would recommend that parents create Netflix profiles for their kids. Well, that was what I was just gonna say is like, also, look, like in our house, you the biggest literally the biggest thing that could get you in trouble the most is if you erase your history right if you erase your your history which by the way doesn't actually erase your history right not at least not for well my husband and, no. and that's where <laughs> content restrictions come in so right. you know you mentioned like erasing history on an apple device um you know we talk about how con- you know um device manufacturers have really stepped up to, to the plate on that Apple devices in under screen time, you can actually change it so that they can't erase their history. Right. And that's mm. the wonderful thing. But I, we also, it's also just, we want them to learn right. that, that that's showing a lack of integrity. And so if you erase your history, it's gone. Everything's gone. You're right. gone. Because, mm-hmm. and same thing, like if, if you don't know what your kids are watching, take mm-hmm. their phone or their iPad and right. go onto what are they watching like you mm-hmm. i mean that's some that of this first is, layer of protection yeah. having a relationship with your kids that's open about yeah we a couple uh i don't know maybe it's almost a year now we found out the same was watching a show that we considered too violent and it was you know it actually was one that a lot of his friends were watching and so we had to have the whole conversation where we're like well i'm sorry but like it's not happening here and not on our watch and not and on even other why? people's yeah hundred percent. We were like, this is just too violent for your mind and where you're at as a human right now. And we, you know, that's that. And, and it's in the end, it's your decision as a parent. Right. Yep. And it was, and some of the kids that were watching this show were kids from Christian households and whether the kids there were actually watching it or not, like, you know, and whether their parents knew about it or right. not, because as a parent, we're like, well, that's okay we love you more (laughs) someone said that once and i was like i'm stealing that the reason why we have all these rules is because we we love love you more more. right (laughs) so i'm going to go back to that website internetmatters.org um if you go there especially if you go there on pc because the mobile view is a little hard to navigate there's actually a drop down where you can select the device that you want to protect and it will tell you the type of content restrictions that are available you can even go there and say i want to protect I want to enable content pr- protection on Netflix and it'll give you screenshots of how to do it in Netflix. So um, it's a great resource for people if they're looking at how to do content restrictions. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mentioned Apple because we use that like under screen time. You can click content and privacy restrictions. You can tell them what type of apps they can use, what ratings music they can listen to. Uh, you can, you know, enforce whether they can change their passcode on their phone. Mm-hmm. You know, Amber, you mentioned if kids change their passcode, you just take their phone away. That's another, yeah, you know, that's, that's a, a simple phys- physical way to yep. physical boundary. You just you, t- take it like, away. 
Our mm-hmm. kids can't do it, but if we didn't have that option, it would be the same thing. You change your passcode so I can't get in your device. Mm-hmm. Your device is now my device. Yep. Um, I barely even know how to do that stuff anyway. <laughs> like if well, I for us, it started that way, but we're at some point they are. My kids are older than your kids, so. I also am trying to train them because right. they're going to leave my home at some point. Right. You want healthy habits I want, yeah. for them. Yeah. 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 So rounding it out, I think my the takeaway is trust but verify. Um, and just trust but verify. <laughs> buttery words. Remind Love kids that. that technology use is a privilege, not a right. And that if they misuse it, you know, they're they're going to forfeit the use of that mm-hmm. and just talk openly. And then be brave parents it. and stick to it. Stick to those boundaries. Yeah. Follow through. It's hard to do. It's so I'm hard. one to talk. I'm such a softie. But it's, I am it, not. It is no, so no softies. vital to follow through, especially with this, yeah. especially to have boundaries. And then uh, what's the word? Penalties. What's another word for? Punitive yeah. death. Punitive <laughs> actual death. Uh, should these boundaries be be broken and lots of conversations lots of i don't think there's yeah, enough to be said about that first part because right. you know i have one that's no longer in my home and so i don't want this to become a oh we're so restricted we're so restricted and as soon as they walk out of our house it's like woohoo and they're yeah. do- they because I mean, it's our, our all kids have been, technology and right. we're just trying to it's not that they don't right. have so anything keeping that conversation mm-hmm. open and and having those conversations and knowing, P.S., they are going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I've had almost all of my kids struggle and make some mistakes and that there needs to be grace mm-hmm. and conversation and still consequences, but yep. lots of lots of conversation to know that mm-hmm. this is a learning curve. It's a learning mm-hmm. for us. I mean, we're... And that we're just trying to keep you safe. In the end, we're doing this because we love you and we want to keep you safe. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you so much, Mr. Anderson, for for coming this long way. Go make us dinner now. Across the dooryard, yeah. (laughs) Just Uh, kidding. Where's our fancy meal? Normally, Kurt cooks for us while we podcast, and then we go in, and he's got this beautiful meal. It's just amazing. amazing. That's the only reason I come. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, I've got some chicken salad that's going to rock your world. world. Okay? But thank you so much, honey. This was all really good stuff, and I even learned a lot of things because I have no idea what you've done. To even my own phone, uh, but I'm thankful that you've done it. <laughs> trust. You're just yeah. all into the trust. I'm no all verif- about the trust, and no I trust verifying. you to verify. <laughs> yeah, we're That's a literally team. what happens. We're a team. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. If you think of anyone, your mother, your sister, your bestie, your mailman, uh, the person who watches your kids after school, just share this podcast today with a friend and we would be so, so grateful. Thank you.